Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound, JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones, seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Guys, I'm freezing. Why? Why don't you have any heat on? I, I don't have the heat on because we found out that the, the house that we bought is really old, built in 1979. That's old for California, not the rest of the earth. (laughs) Well, in California, that's old, especially when the hardware that was put in the house is still the hardware. Oh, yeah. When I redid my house. 2020. Dude, when I fixed up my my house, I pulled cloth wiring out of the wall. Cloth wiring is like from the 30s. My dude. My dude. The heater is from 1979 and was broken. Yeah, well, didn't you think when you bought a 1979 house, you were listen, probably going to need to fix the heater? It's not over. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> My wife was like, why won't the downstairs heat up? Right. It's a little warm, but it's cold outside. In La- if you live in Los Angeles right now, you know how cold it is. All right, for LA, yes. My dude. I have two hoodies on right now. That's how cold it is. <laughs> I know. Okay. Oh, so I look, know. the HVAC guy comes out, turns it on, goes for a little walk around the house to try and feel the heat. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant he was so upset by what he saw he needs to go on no, a little no, no. walk. Turns it on, <laughs> right. Goes around the house, tries to feel the heat, doesn't feel it. Goes to check back on the heater. There's smoke. Mm. He's like, what the? Didn't you? Don't you? Didn't you have an inspector that would have uh, looked at this before you bought it? The inspector missed this. I don't know how, but the inspector (laughs) missed a lot of shit this time around. The inspector inspector missed. The the inspector, I don't know what the fuck the inspector was doing when inspecting my house, but the inspector missed a lot of shit, Zach. A lot of shit. Well, you should tell that inspector, you should call him and be like, hey, you know, just so you know, you missed all of this shit. And that's going to do nothing. No, it might make you feel better to be like, bro, 
You should have turned the heater on and seen that it was smoking. Leave a bad review on Yelp. Not only that, it was leaking ozone. There's a little thing called carbon monoxide poisoning. Right. Well, this is, uh, I'm sorry that this has happened to you. He immediately all... shut off the heat, Zach. You know you're, you know you're I'm, yelling. I just I'm want to upset. know. I'm upset. I'm upset. I know. And it, you know what? I just want, the, I want you to know that we're welcoming our audience in and you're kind of screaming at them. Well, they need to hear this because they need to be... <laughs> Well, I know, but we have a microphone. You don't well, have to, to yell at a level that they can hear it, you know, without the mic across Daniel, you're the country. you to adjust. He's right. You are going to have to adjust. Don't you worry about it. That's on me. Welcome, listeners. I apologize. But uh, one of our co-hosts is very mad right now. He cut the heat off. Right. To fix throughout it. the house. Yes. Except for my children's room and our bedroom. Okay. So to roam sleep. around my house. It is so cold. Okay. Well, I'm sure that you're going to buy a new a new heater, right? Yes, Zach. Or, or are you going to live like this? <laughs> no, Zach. <laughs> or you can make your kids wear double hoodies. <laughs> hey, I have to uh, eat my words, audience. I, uh, Here I we go. No, I just want to say, and, and, and I should have learned, I should know this lesson, because so many great shows that I love do not kick in for a few episodes. Mm. Sometimes you're kind of like, okay, I'm curious, but I want to see more. You've intrigued me. I've seen a lot of love for shrinking um, uh, for on the on the interwebs, but I got to say, when this goes live, there'll be four that'll up, or four that will be up, and uh, episode three and four are really good. So check it out. But I continued because of all the love for Last of Us episode three, including uh. from Joelle. And from so many other people I know and people on the on Instagram were like, wow. And so without any spoilers, I was going to say that that was a really beautiful episode and I really liked it a lot. And it was an example of how a show about zombies can be about way more. Yeah, it's a show about love, all mm-hmm. different types of love. And now, Joelle, I have a question for you because this yeah. this because I'm, I'm not really on I'm not on Twitter or Facebook or uh, TikTok or, you know. Sure. J um, <laughs> What? Um, what was the reaction to it being? I'll just say the, the obvious that's everywhere that it being a gay couple because it wasn't that way. I assume in the game, and I know that people can get very hostile about these kind of things. How, how was the reaction on the interwebs? I'm going to say very, very, very light game spoilers. It's different than the game. In the game, it's hinted that these two are in a relationship, and they just went all the way on the show. That's yeah, really well, and in the game, it's so much more tragic. They, uh, One of the characters does not decide to change or evolve at all, and it causes the other character to grow resentful and eventually uh, meets his end in a very sad and tragic way. Uh, versus here, where it's just such a loving story. I think the reactions have been mixed, and critically, it's a, a huge success, I think, for the queer community. It's... Oh, gosh, it's so wonderful. I'll just this is no spoilers if you know anything about this show, Uh, but it's two middle aged men falling for one another. And it's really lovely and it's not something we get to see a lot. Some of the gamer bros were upset. I've seen ridiculous comments like, oh, this is a filler episode or this doesn't push the plot forward. Uh, I would say go back and watch the opening and closing scenes and reflect on what that middle portion is telling you about your two main characters. Mm. Uh, I think it's very lovely and, and powerful. And I've, Yeah, I just I've wondered because I know that there's been it. controversies with the gamer community um, and, and thinking that things were, were becoming woke and all oh, that sure. sort of culture that I, that I, I'm not really, I'm not really that savvy on. And I know you, you are. And I just wondered if there was, 
I thought it was so beautiful. I just wondered if the, how the how the web responded. You're saying pretty positively, except for obvious exceptions. Yeah, that one small toxic community uh, is upset, but I don't. Did think you call them anywhere. gamer bros? Is that what they're called? <laughs> there is a group of people called gamer bros. I think the gamer bros were mostly excited about this development and change. Either okay. the toxic bros were were less so. But you know, they'll there's they'll a group called anyway the Toxic Bros. <laughs> <laughs> the Toxic Bros. You know what yeah, I'm well, about. They, just, the internet just, has a lot of Toxic Bros. Yeah, just <laughs> angry dudes who are like, "Why do I have to look at gay people?" Yeah, <sighs> get a life. Yeah, we're here. I heard this quote from this writer Seth Godin that really stuck with me about social mm -hmm. media, and he said, "I have no interest reading people day trading their emotions." Mm. Oh yes. Mm. Oh yes. That's and a good one. I, that really landed with me. I was like, wow, that kind of is what 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 so much of the internet is. People day trading their emotions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Facts. That fucking landed with me. Yeah. Get off the I internet, guys. It's, it's my, better yeah. than the real world. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Hmm. The internet is great for shopping. That's really it, dude. <laughs> Like 100% B, like 100, and, and you know what I mean? Like, cause now even news is like, where are you getting your news? You know what I mean? Like, that's the next, mm -hmm. that's the next, well, I read on the news, well, where are you getting your news? Because everybody oh, has a different point, point of view when it comes and to And in the, the news. spirit of that, I just want to give a shout out to this book I'm reading, which will blow your mind and you guys all have to read it. And if you're a reader out there or listen to the audio book, it's called The Chaos Machine. Um... I heard about it on this uh, different podcast. Uh, it's uh, the chaos machine, the inside story of how social media rewired our minds and our world. It's by, it's by Max Fisher. You can get it on audiobook or obviously regular book, but it is blowing my mind. And it's okay. some, it, it's just it's just really really fascinating. And uh, and and about exactly what Donald said about how how um, the world now consumes news and. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Well, we are, we are your favorite entertainment source when it comes to, if you're listening right now, when it comes to news. So I got some news. Uh-oh. I finally watched Black Panther 2. Oh. Oh, oh that was not the reveal I was expecting. I would have thought what you were you expecting? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Shrinking. Did you watch Shrinking? Mm. No. Wow, I even asked you to. It's so I, I want to watch Shrinking the movie, not Shrinking. That's I like to binge, man. I don't. Well, that's just how I am. Okay. Well, there's four up. You can watch four, for goodness sake. But anyway, yeah. Okay. But then by the time I get to five, I'm gonna be like, come on, man. I need more. Listen, a man can only is. a man can only ask. That's all. No so disrespect. Tell us no disrespect to Mr. Harrison Ford. No disrespect to Mr. Bill Lawrence. I think they both would feel disrespected. In mm. fact, I'm gonna text over, them both. Over, I'm, I'm gonna text over, them both. <laughs> Over. That's what's funny. It's like it's so hard to get you to watch something, and I'm like, what if there was a piece of content that was written by one of your favorite writers and stars your favorite actor? You're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay, go ahead with what you did watch. You watched Black Panther too. Oh my goodness gracious, man! First of all, Michael B. Jordan is growing as a star, and when I say he's growing as a star, he is getting very, very good. At, at acting and touching anger emotions like in this movie for those of you who've seen it you know I don't want to give away any spoilers but by the time it gets to his part holy cow Killmonger was right 
Killmonger was right. That's all I'm going to say. Red alert. <laughs> Red alert. No. Whoa. Daniel, uh, is our special guest for the audience here? Our special guest is in the waiting room. Okay, let's bring her in. Audience, this is the finale of uh, Season 7. And by the way, some trivia for you guys. I don't know if you even knew this, Donald, Faison. This is the 150th, 150 episode of Scrubs. Wow. I did not know that. I have, we should 5, 6, 7, 8 before we get oh, into anything, right? Or okay, anything. okay. No, no, do it. Do it, and then we'll bring in the special guest. 5, 6, 7, Here's 8. stories about a show we made About a bunch of docs and nurses and a So welcome everybody to the 150th episode of Scrubs. It is also the Princess Bride homage episode and is also the season seven finale. Um, and we've told you that um, audiences thought it was a series finale because we didn't know if we were coming back. It was never intended to be that. And gosh, I got to tell you, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I don't think I've seen it since. And it's really fun. Well, this episode is definitely one of those episodes that has to happen before Kelso gets eliminated from the hospital mm. because if it doesn't it doesn't make sense right? right so if this start if this were the season this is what was this is what's crazy about that the writer strike and what happened if this were like in the beginning of the series i mean the beginning of the season like it mm. was meant to be right it would have been it would have made a lot more sense. But watching it, I'm like, wait a second. They almost kissed. Wait a second. This almost, wait. I don't understand what's... And then I had to remember, oh, that's right. This is out of whack. But yes, yeah. very funny. Yeah. And a lot of money was spent. It's got to be the biggest budget Scrubs episode ever. I think, yeah, easily. So much special effects. Just uh, gluing uh, Judy and I together had to cost... Most of the budgets that would have been on all of the other episodes. And also the monster and, and the sets and everything. But before we get into it, let's bring in the very special guest, the princess herself, everybody, all the way from Canada. Mm. Daniel, hit the button and let her in. Let's see everyone Remember if she can applause. handle, if she can get in without any mess ups. Let's watch. Hey. Is it working? Sarah Chalk, Sarah everybody. Chalk, Sarah Chalk, everybody. Give it up for Sarah Chalk. Thunderous applause. Continue. Daniel, do I get an A plus? Is it working? You, Is everything working? You're recording on your phone. Your headphones are in. We can hear you. It's Sarah, like I'm so proud of you. It took 10. seven seasons. <laughs> Guys, it's happening. Yeah, I had a little bit of uh, anticipatory technological anxiety. Um, I felt like it was time that I did it right. You nailed it. I know. I texted I Sarah this morning. It. I said, hey, just remember, it's 11 a.m. And she said, I'm anxious. It was like 8.30. She's like, I'm already anxious about being able to get on correctly. <laughs> I'm worried about the headphone situation. I was driving the kids to school, and I was like, oh, the charging. Everything needs to be charged. The computer needs to be charged. The headphones need to be charged. My I'm brain so needs to you. be charged. I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, Sarah. It's six, seven I'm seasons. So we're running you. out of time, so we really needed you no, to get one they're, right. They're, they're, Zach, there needs, 
to be no insult, no sly remarks. No, I'm Sarah, not making any. I you love you, it. and I'm so happy you're you here. It. And gosh darn it, are you beautiful in this episode yes, of television? Are. I mean, you're beautiful now on the Zoom <laughs> you're call. Beautiful but right now. You are so pretty. I, I couldn't my... take. We, I couldn't take my eyes off you. You look so stunning in this episode. Well, that is very kind. I feel like I had a good director. Yeah. Before we get into did. the episode, let's get into some conversation. Yeah. Have you talked to my wife at all? No, me, no. Recent? Since Firefly Lane. Yes, since Firefly Lane has come out. Oh, I haven't. I got to see your wife recently, a couple months ago. She told me not to tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyway. She won't watch the second season. She's like, I can't fucking do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. Because oh, it messes her up too much? Oh, I she's like, because, yo, dude, at the end of the, at the end of the Don't second season. Don't spoil it for people, I'm bro. not going to spoil it, but at the end of the second season, some unfortunate stuff happens and mm. you know this is I one of Casey's sad. fears this is one of Casey's fears this is a lot of women's fears and oh my god oh my god oh my god when I tell you the breakdown that happened and the hugging that I had to do and all <laughs> the of that hugging stuff, that I had to do because it was gudge man all she could say is gudge not gudge <laughs> not gudge <laughs> Gudge is, for those, I don't think the audience knows that. That's uh, that's one of Sarah and Casey's nicknames for each other. Good. Yes. <laughs> Good. It started, um, it started out when I was in high school and it's sort of a weird long story and it makes no sense, but Gudge. Um, for Gorgeous, so, right? Isn't, isn't Gorgeous the uh, beginning? It was, it was, yeah, sort of a weird, a weird version of, uh, of that. But I, um, well, you're welcome for the free hugs you got, Donald. I know, Donald. You should be happy about Ooh. the hugs you got. These were sobbing hugs. Donald, these Donald, were kind of things Donald doesn't like, like oh, them because he, t- he couldn't turn them into sexual. Yeah, this wasn't the type of hugs that turned <laughs> into the right kind of hug. Reverse cowgirl. This was the kind of <laughs> 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 Oh my God, Donald, you're ridiculous. These weren't the kind of hugs that turned into reverse cowgirl. <laughs> okay, I'll try and do something next that can be. Yeah, Sarah, can you, can you, whatever, whatever show you do next, Sarah, can you make sure it gets Donald? Because we're fans in this house. We're fan. There's some fans in this house. There's some fans in this house. Can I rant for a second, please? Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to 
test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. We love you over here, and so anything you do, we watch. You know this. I love you guys, and that's what's been fun about, like, finally being able to, like, fly and travel again over the past little bit as I've got to see you guys. Sarah, I think we're wearing the same sweatshirt brand. Are you wearing Aviator Nation? The shirt? The sweatshirt is. Oh, my God. And sweatpants. My favorite brand. That's not a a sponsor, guys. I just love them. They're so cozy. Aviator Nation. I was talking to a friend of mine who knows someone who works there, and they said it's so soft because they wash it 20 times first. So there's why. Oh, there you go. So when you get it, it's clean? No, it's just so extra (laughs) soft and cozy. (laughs) They have this one one called the Ninja that has this front thing. You see it? And I have, like, it in every color. Oh. Mm. I don't have that one. Sarah, they might have this Mm. in Vancouver. Do you you have it in black? You should wear it in black. It's probably best in black. Why? Of course. Because it's the ninja. ninja. <laughs> oh no, I haven't. I have it in all sorts of other colors, dude. Um, Sarah, let's get into the episode. And Donald, it was written by Mark Stegman. Okay. It was directed by a young wait, Zach Braff. Wait, wait, Braff. wait. Yes. Brie, before we get into the episode, should we quickly discuss the other show that we all just watched? Oh, Donald well, didn't watch it, but I would love to. Times. No, we haven't. Um, please talk about shrinking because I couldn't get. But Joelle, you watched it, right? I, I don't did, know if Daniel did. did. Daniel, I, watched the first, the I watched the first oh. episode. I watched the first episode with a Stephanie. We haven't watched the other two yet. Okay. Joelle, you love it, right? Oh I love it a lot. That Jessica Williams, so yeah. good. Oh. Sarah, your oh thoughts? Oh, my God. I loved it so fucking much. I would like to sit all day in my house, in my hoose, and just watch it, all of the episodes <laughs> in See a what row. I'm saying? I told I... you. I told you. See? Shrinking the movie... Yeah. Is what I'm talking about. Donald I can't is uh, just, just, just to catch Sarah up. Donald, just to catch Sarah up. Donald is saying he's not going to wait until he can binge the whole thing. He's not going to watch until he can binge thing. the whole thing. So um, I, he's dying on that hill, I, even though it's his favorite movie star and his favorite comedy writer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Well, what I I actually next kind of season you throw Denzel in there, I'll still do the same thing. Sorry, sorry, Sarah. <laughs> Go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> 
That'd be amazing if Denzel came on. As a patient to Harrison? Oh, my God. Oh All right, go ahead, sorry. Make it happen. Bill, make it happen. Bill, make it happen. It's just um, Apple. They just have like, to pay him. Well, go ahead. <laughs> I just fucking loved it so much. I thought the whole cast was phenomenal. Every single one of them. I think it's my favorite thing that Krista's ever done. I thought yeah, she was Chris so great. I told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all. Didn't I tell you, Sarah? Didn't I fucking you tell, tell me? you? Remember when you we did. were at dinner? You told me. Remember when mm-hmm. we were at dinner? Remember when we were at dinner? I showed with Donald my Krista. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. what I told you? Yep. Did I tell? Did I or did I not tell you? Did yelling. I not? You did me. I Stop not yelling. tell you? Told me. You guys, audience, he's, he's standing up and yelling into the mic. But he did tell me. If you're confused, audience, I showed Donald uh, my director's cut of episode eight out of context and filled him in on backstory. And he loved it. And he was like, holy shit, Krista is crushing. And that's how he knows that. Okay, Sarah, now you're He's crushing. When she says, uh, say it. Not everyone here is a fucking idiot. a girl. <laughs> he just <laughs> so hard. And like Joelle was saying, I mean... Jessica Williams was so good. I mean, there was one line where she is talking to um, Harrison and Jason Siegel about Harrison Ford's daughter. And she says, uh, you know, tell us about your daughter. He says she lives in Connecticut. And the way she delivers, wow, it's like she's in the room. Was <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Williams is a real talent. Her delivery was so good. Oh, it was, uh, I loved it. I loved everything about it. And I thought it's like, it captures like, Bill always does this so well where you're laughing out loud and then all of a sudden you notice it's like a tear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the Bill Lawrence special, as, as Scrubs Bill fans Lawrence know. Special. So there you go. Uh, even Canadians love it, everybody. Uh, check it out. Um, it's on Apple. There's four episodes up now, so check it out. And you're going to love it. There's a lot of Scrubs people in it. Yes. Like, Let's like, get into like the... Randall. Okay, okay. I'm Sarah, done. we love you and we love Randall. you plugging shrinking, but we should get into the television show yeah. Scrubs. And a very special episode... Uh, I have not seen this as I imagine you guys haven't since uh, since it, it aired, um, but it, it's just so fun to watch it. And I had forgotten that it does that it's so clever in the writing, bouncing back and forth between the hospital and the fantasies, the, the princess part. That was some of the ways that that was done um, with the writing, and and the director uh, did some interesting, made some interesting choices. Are you hmm. trying to fish for these compliments? No, right no, now, no. Buddy? I'm trying to just say objectively. I mean, because this was probably the highest just... level. We, you know, you've gotten probably the biggest Scrubs episodes of yeah. all directors. I did because period. Bill Bill trusted me. It started off with them being competitive and being like, you want to direct? Direct this. And he gave me like that huge one where we go on the quest for Heather Graham. And that was mm-hmm. like so hard. And then and then it became like he really liked you know, then we, then he really trusted me and he would give me these big ones. Um, but this was, I think the biggest one we ever did by far. Oh, but this in the musical, this in the musical. I think this the is most cranes. Good. Yeah. I think this one costs way more than the musical. No, I just meant big in terms of uh, effort put into it. You know what I mean? And uh, money wise, this was definitely the biggest budget one. I'm sure. Absolutely. Well, the more money, the, the bigger the budget, the bigger the scope and the bigger the scale. Right. Usually. Yeah. Right. So well, I thought the effects for whatever year it was, it must have been, what year was it, Joelle? Um, whatever. Uh, I thought, we're in 2008 right now. It looked really good. I think for, 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 they look pretty good for 2008. The whole episode is great. It's really clever, man. You, you nailed it when you said clever. It's really clever. Yeah. Um, so it's an homage to The Princess Bride. Uh, for, uh, most of you, I'm sure, know. But uh, that's a, a, a wonderful movie that where, a, where a, a grandfather, I believe, is telling a story to 
uh, his grand- grandson. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do the same thing with uh, Cox uh, t- talking to his son and telling him a bedtime story. And so just to set it up, uh, we're in the ICU and uh, Doug says something uh, to... Uh, <laughs> Doug's very inappropriate. Doug is very inappropriate. You keep, um, he's, you keep wheeling him in, I'll keep wheeling him out. <laughs> yes, that's what he says was he's wheeling a corpse uh, out. Not in, front of, in, front, in front of an old in front of an old man as he's being pushed into the <laughs> yeah. ICU. Yeah, Doug's not very appropriate, I think it's no. safe to say. Neither is the Todd, but neither is the Todd. Yes. So then uh, we learned the Turk and Carla are kind of becoming a little bit of a know-it-all couple now that they um are have got the parent thing dialed. They're like they're they're always arm in arm, and they're always being know-it-alls together. And uh, they, that, that kind of happens. Turk brags that they stocked up on baby oil, lotion, and diapers. Do you feel like that when you're out with your couple friends, like when you're out with Carrie and Jess, or when you're out with me and Case? No, but I know nothing, so it's not like I always say. It's funny for me because I, I, all I've done is train a dog, so I'm like, I know nothing. The only thing I contribute is this is what worked for my dog. <laughs> and, then, and then parents always look at you like, you motherfucker, you think you know anything with your dog? Your dog is in, your dog is in crying for hours straight at night. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, the Todd said after um, Turk suggests uh, uh, brags about how they stocked up on baby oil, lotion, and the diapers. The Todd says, "Why is there a party this weekend?" And then everyone freezes. <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> With the Todd, if we didn't move and stayed very quiet, he'd eventually get confused and leave. <laughs> now, mind you, guys, this is the top surgeon in the hospital. Yes, and he's baffled by us all freezing. He doesn't know yes. what to do. Yes, but he can. <laughs> But he'll cut you open real right. He'll hook you up real right. In a banana so we, hammock. Yeah, we all freeze, <laughs> and and he does, and he doesn't know what he's so baffled that he just walks out. And then Cox continues, like, "All right, we're back." Right. Keith is uh, back now. How does this happen? And Kelso's chief again. How does this happen? The chief oh, that's thing. Right. The chief thing was an out of order thing. I think related again to the strike and and maybe the show ending. So yeah, that is a bit of a a, a fuck up in terms of that's just I know and this I don't think it was meant to go in this order. Oh, but anyway, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So Kelso is back to being chief, even though we know he's not anymore. Um, I thought about, I saw a funny little Easter egg, Donald. It's probably not a real Easter egg, but do you, as Kelso is yelling at everyone to not work beyond twelve hours, Deontay is in the background. Yes, he is. And do you remember the Deontay story that he 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 worked so many hours once he never told the ads that he was still on the clock. No, that was me that did that. But <laughs> well, tell, well, tell the story. I, I just remember that there was a crazy thing about Deontay staying way too many hours and getting no. paid. And well, see- maybe he got paid too for it. But I once worked for twenty four hours. Yeah. Deontay must have Deontay must have rode that wave with you, buddy. Yes. <laughs> because we were working night shoots, but there was two units. And night shoots kind of mm-hmm. rolled over into day shoots. And instead of complaining and being like, yo, I've been working for over 16 hours, I saw the silver lining <laughs> because some of it was downtime too. I was like, let's see how far I can stretch this out because I'm now at the point where this check is going to be massive. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I took a couple of naps in my in my dressing room and uh, and just yeah. collected money. Collected but I remember, money. Dion, what do you call it? A drifting and in, in cycling when you're behind the someone. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So Deontay just drifted behind you yes. and collected his version of that check. <laughs> and I remember, obviously, the '80s aren't going to yell at you, or maybe they did. Maybe Randall yelled at you. Randall did. Randall. Not Randall. that he had any footing to stand on because it wasn't right. your fault. Randall but I remember. Like, Randall was like, "This will never." He got real freaking like uh, African American movie <laughs> dramatic. This will never. <laughs> Ever. Well, all I, all I remember is the the eighties yelled at Deontay, and I just thought it was a funny thing because the of all people of all the background performers to be in the shot as Kelso's yelling at everyone to not dare work over 12 hours. Deontay's in the back nodding his head, which I thought was Okay, so uh, Ted describes, is asked to describe what happens in a courtroom. And he says that, quote, the law is wearing black robes and white wigs. And Kelso says, that's England, Ted. The fact that he's, the, a, a lot of these people are able to hold jobs. <laughs> <laughs> like. And then he's like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Now, uh, Elliot and Keith, uh, Sarah, what's happening here? You're alternating between name calling and, and his pleas to get back together. Yeah, so I guess Keith and I had broken up, and he's treating me respectfully in the hospital, and then he goes outside to sob. Yeah. Well, he's so understandably uh, devastated. This is another. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he lost Sarah Chalk. Right. I get it. Now, this is this he lost is some Elliot Reed. Well, uh, both. This is something that um, must have happened out of order too. I think, obviously, because. I don't think we're well. It happened at the beginning of the season, right? It wouldn't be beginning revisiting. Season, probably wouldn't be revisiting Keith if this wasn't a bit out of order. It happened in the beginning of the season for sure. This yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You know why? Also, Donald Faison, because we're talking about the almost kiss that ended season six. Yes. Right, and then I guess because of the strike, they just wanted this to be placed where it was at the finale. We'll have to ask Bill. Um, but it was a. Um, do you want to even ask Bill, like the old school days, Joel? Yeah. Bill's busy, bro. He's Bill's so busy. busy. He's so busy. We can try. If we're lucky, let's try. Let's try. Let's All try. All right. Uh, um, uh, Bill, this is us. Uh, Sarah, Donald, Joel, and Daniel. The original uh, three. The original yeah, can three. Can you explain, because um, we're only guessing, why the... Uh, we know it has something to do with the writer's strike, but why is this uh, Princess Bride episode made to be the last one when chronologically it feels like it was meant to go earlier. Uh, Kelso is still the chief of medicine. Um, we're discussing the kiss that almost happened that ended season six. Where was this intended to go in the season seven storyline? Uh, hey, Zach. Hey, Donald. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for doing my uh, uh, podcast. I appreciate it. Um, five, six, seven, eight. Here's some stories. That better have happened. That stuff still needs to happen. Anyways, look, I really appreciate the question. Shrinking, it comes out once a week only. So yeah, we released the first two the first weekend, and then one comes out every uh, every week. I, I think it comes out sometimes like Thursday night at uh, midnight East Coast time, but it's really it comes out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then it'll it, it's ten episodes, so we'll do it that way. Uh, besides that, 
uh, season seven of Scrubs. Uh, look, here's the scoop. It was a writer's strike and uh, I wasn't allowed to be in editing and luckily we had most of the episodes done uh, that we had finished. And they, you know, I think um, NBC just figured they were never uh, airing the show again. So that was it. And uh, the closest thing they had to a season finale, you know, or a series finale was our Princess Bride episode. So they juggled them around and uh, I was not a fan because it made no sense because Kelso got, you know, left his job and then was back and then left again. It was all very weird. But uh, that was a product of the strike. And more importantly, though, ABC and Disney was so cool because if you guys remember, they let us pick up the uh, eighth season of the show and, and it changed networks over to ABC that mattered to me a lot because we always knew what the finale was. We just did not have it shot when there was a writer's strike season seven. That is all. See you guys. Miss you guys. Peace out. Thank you, Bill, for taking the time. We know you're very busy and no, this is not your podcast. So whatever jokes you made that were about this being your podcast are not correct. <laughs> and yes, Bill, I would love to be in the next episode. <laughs> You've got a lot of balls. You've got a lot of balls. I think when Bill listens to this, uh, the people that are going to get arcs and shrinking are going to be the ones who are actors and who've watched the show. Sarah, don't you think that's probably the case? I I don't think Bill is. You guys really believe that Bill's going to put you on the show because you watched it? Um, I think that he would be more inclined to put us on the show that we honor his work. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I'm just waiting for... Yes, we know. We know. Okay, I'm just putting it out there. Daniel, what was the genesis of You Honor Me? Oh. Uh, That's Daniel's catchphrase. That's what he said. catchphrase. But, how so did, yeah, but how did, where did it come from? Where did it start? Where did, how did it start? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think I heard it, if I'm being honest, and this is totally plays into me, I heard it in a video game. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that's great. I'm with that. <laughs> oh, so it. it's something it. you use in your real life, not just yeah. on... Um, you yeah. honor me is something you say in real life. It's his catchphrase. I know, I know, but I, Gary Coleman didn't say what Chumma Willis in his I real life. Well, God rest his soul. I don't want to talk <laughs> ill on the day. But there is a possibility that Gary Coleman might have said what you talking about somebody you think that, outside of doing different strokes. There is a possibility. Do you think that? Do you think I that, say that's what I'm talking about outside do you think of that Jaleel White? You do. do you think Jaleel White in his real life said, did I do that? I bet you Jaleel White, after serving somebody on, on the basketball court and driving by him after the motherfucker was talking all of that shit and laid him, probably went, did I do that? Yeah. That would be amazing if that were true. Awesome, dude. We need That's to have funny. another segment called Ask Jaleel White, where we dude, ask Jaleel let, White. We should, we, yo, for real, man. I love that brother. Like, I don't talk about him enough. I talk about Dulé a lot. That's another brother that I really, really, really enjoy having conversation with and talking to. Jaleel well, White has a if great he ever watched, well, sense we would of have humor. Him, we could have him great. on. If he ever watched Scrubs, we could have him on. That would be awesome. He's one of, he was actually one of the kings of freaking sitcoms back when I was a kid. You know I know, what I mean? he killed it. I mean, uh, even though, uh, you know, Urkel became sort of a, a, a joke. The, the, that young man came on that show as a guest, not even star, like a supporting guest spot, and then took over the whole fucking show. Yes, 
Absolutely. <laughs> That's like, I didn't so know that. He started off as a guest. Oh, yeah. The show oh, yeah, is yeah, not yeah. about him. It was failing. The show was failing. He came on. The ratings went up. And then the show was like, we got to get this guy back on. No, and then the show. The evolution he of became the, the star of the show, right, Don? Yeah. Then he became the sitcom version of the guest star, the guest star version that he played. It's like the evolution of Urkel is like he went from becoming like this really, really like he was a smart nerd at school who had this crush on Laura to this genius who could create the Urkel bot. Like, yo, for real, man, the evolution of this character. He created, a, he created a potion that a Jekyll and Hyde potion where there was Stefan and Steven. Yeah. Oh, it would make and him Stephane cool. Stefan was suave mm -hmm. and cool. And then Jaleel plays both of them like masterfully. Man, like, dude, this dude, like for real, for real, man, I'm gonna give you your flowers, Jaleel. You're one of my favorites, man. Uh, you, Kadeem, for real, for real. You showed a lot of us when we were coming up how it's done. So if you do listen to Fake Doctors, Real Friends, Jaleel, you deserve that for real. Straight up. Well, there you go. I never Thunderous really applause, Daniel. Oh, Thunderous that's... applause. Well, I got it, Daniel. All right. That's enough about Jaleel White. Um, so wait, Zach, what do, would your catchphrase be eagle, would you say? Um, I guess if JD had a catchphrase, it would probably be eagle, right, Donald? Yeah. Joel? Yeah, I don't know if there's a... a Donald's is, um, that's what I'm talking about. Now, that, now that's what I'm talking now about. Now that's what I'm talking about. Yours is Frick. Yeah, yours is Frick, double Frick, Frick with on a stick. Frick on a stick with a brick. I think mine would be Frick, Frick, Frick on a stick with a brick, or maybe Janitor. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break. and we come back, we are going to talk about all the artwork and, and, and creativity. Um, from our amazing crew that went into making the Princess Bride episode happen. We'll be right back. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash real friends. That's helixsleep.com slash real friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix. Better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an 
elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. And we're back. Wait, I thought we were going to take a break, too. I thought we were going to chat and hang out on the break. No, no, we don't do that, Sarah. Um, But thanks for revealing that to the audience. (laughs) Sarah, you thought that we were going to spend the commercial time chatting like this is live? I thought we were going to catch up. I have a lot of stories for you guys. Donald's on the Let's floor laughing. Donald's on the floor it. laughing. Let's get it. <laughs> oh, Sarah, we can talk about whatever you... Sarah. Sarah, no. you're so Let's cute. Take no, this is, Let's take a break. We're going to no. take a break. Okay, we'll take a break, but we're going to take a quote-unquote break, but we'll let the audience listen. Okay, we're on a break. Go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? What's up? What's going on? How are you? You look great. What would you... Um... No, I don't oh, have Vancouver? nothing weird has happened cold? to me. Actually, 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 it is cold. I have a bit of that's why my is this bit of frostbite on my face from skiing. No, shut the fuck I got up. A tiny bit of frostbite right here. No. It was so cold. I skied three days in a row, and I should have gone in for more breaks. Were you at Whistler? I was at Whistler, and it was just like bonkers cold, and I was at this chunk of frostbite right here. Why didn't you have um, a mask on? Thanks. I did. I had like so many layers. Boot Sarah, heaters I'm, were going. Sarah, Everything I'm coming up charging. to Van. I'm coming up to Van Groovy in in late April. If you want to hang out, Ooh. let's hang out. I Do you want? Know we can't Groovy. ski because well, actually, there could be a bit of skiing left. Well, if you happen to be around, we can have dinner and hang out. You're going in April. Okay. End of April, I'm going up for a few days to Van Groovy. I do love me some Van Groovy. Come, Donald. Come. End of April is when it's really pretty up there, too, right, Sarah? Oh, it's so it's always pretty. What are you talking about? Well, I don't like no, the cold. That, if, if you don't like the cold. A rain, it's a rainforest, bro. It's not <laughs> a rainforest. It is. It yeah. is. Van, it is. Van, it's a rainforest. Sun, but when the sun is out in Van Groovy, it's it's amazing. Oh. There's nothing pretty. Oh, the four but minutes a week. That's that why it's all so green. Because it rains all the time, so you have to put up with the rain. But I like the rain. I, I guess because I grew up in it. I don't mind like. You know, when you grow up here, you have to go outside when it's pouring rain. Otherwise, you would never leave your house. You just get used to doing everything you always do in the rain. Yeah. 
Well, you, you don't mind it. All right, Sarah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend I'm gonna tell the audience that we're coming back from our pretend break now, okay? Ready? Now what you're gonna do is Sarah, you're gonna with Donald, you're gonna say no, you're just gonna say and we're back. And we're back. You ready, Sarah? And well let Sarah do it, Donald. And Sarah, you do it. And go. And we're back. There we go. All right, audience. Audience, I'm so sorry you didn't get to hear that conversation, audience, that we had during the during our real break. Conversation. Oh my god, we laughed and cried. What we do is we take a we actually take a break that's the length of the advertising. That's what we do. I knew it. I knew that's how we did it on the podcast. Wait, you guys, we got to get into this magical fairy tale. So, okay. Well, We're it talking... takes a long time to get into the fairy tale on the show, too. Like, I knew it was the fairy tale episode, and after a while, I'm like, yeah, when does it become the fairy tale episode? Okay, well, let's and just run through a couple things that are happening in the real world. Um, JD says, I tried to kiss her, and he's he's no one's there to see his what the hell face. So he carries it around over to Dr. Cox all the way in the doctor's lounge. <laughs> he's like, what do you want? And, you know, we're setting up all the storylines that are going to cross back and forth. Um between the princess world and the uh, hospital world, the most important of which is that Sarah has a patient, Elliot has a patient that she cannot diagnose, and um, there's we just should, a, We uh, should also talk about the interns and how they're playing that game, where yes. it's like Jeopardy, um, you know, name the, name the, diagnose the patient. Right. And, and, and JD's in the room and he and and he, you know he's explaining to Cox that like that one of them is Wilson's disease and the other right. one is like one that what was the one that JD knew? I don't remember, but okay. you know they're talking about gloating and JD's like, I don't gloat, and then he guesses one right and he gloats. Um and then I do this really Cox horrible is like, what annoying um, thing is happening now. <laughs> yeah, and I do this really horrible accent attempt at because you're supposed to do it in a in a foreign accent, and I do a version of like a horrible Australian accent. Throw another shrimp on the Barbie, and then I'm like, "Wait, that's Irish." <laughs> so JD is not very good with accents. We establish. And then we also get that um, the uh, Jordan um, and Cox's nanny's mom died. So Jordan has been having to spend time with her child because she's been <laughs> trying to avoid talking to the nanny at all costs and comforting her. <laughs> <laughs> So Perry thus starts to tell a story, and it cuts from, he starts talking about the hospital, and it shows me in a yellow Kango hat, and I say, does this hat make me look fly? And then she says, no, no, no hospital story, it's a real fairy tale. And so then it cuts to uh, Donald and, and, excuse me, Turk and Carla are Turla. Witches that have been fused together at marriage. Yes. Uh, Sarah is a gorgeous princess. Yes. And JD is the fool and he an idiot. And he yeah. said and, and he's got the bells fool thing on his head and he goes, Does this hat make me look flyous? <laughs> it, it jingles, jingles when I shake it. It jingles when I shake it. And that's the okay, cold so open. I have a question. Yeah. Is if in like medieval language like an apostrophe then? Because wouldn't he have said, Does this hat make me look flyeth? It jingles when I shake it. Uh, perhaps I don't. I think we were. This just is just make, baked. This is just stoner. Yeah, stoner. it's a good stoner yeah. question. I'm sure many people that are high listening have the same question. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we have to make sure we play to the high audience. So Donald represents you guys. Um, well, I've always represented you. I want you to know that. Yes, for all seven seasons, if you're a stoner who listens to this, Donald's questions represent you guys. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Scrubs was a stoner humor. Yes, paradise. but Scrubs, if, if you're not a stoner, if you're not a smoker. 
If you're not a smoker, you can still appreciate it. You can appreciate it on many levels. Doctors appreciated it. Kids could appreciate it. Well, let's not bring kids and well, teenagers. It's a little yeah. maybe a little R-rated for kids. Kids. Thank you. Well, let's say just. I know my adults. son's asking if he can watch it, and I'm like, well, you. It's sort of like there's no difference between him watching that and a lot of the other comedies he's watching. It's just different when it's your mom <laughs> in a bra and underwear. Yeah, I'm about to say, come on. How old's your oldest? Sequence. How old's your oldest, Sarah? Thirteen, just turned thirteen. I don't think you should watch it. I don't think you should watch it. He's a teenager. No, but no, I mean, his mom no, is, is having it. lots like, of sex on the show. I said there's select episodes. I said I would come <laughs> through and like this episode, for example, would be a great one for him to watch. Yes, this one would be a the great musical. one. The musical would be a great one for him to watch. Anyone he's where you're not like, naked. He's going to be like, my friends keep telling me about all of this other stuff, though. There's a pizza episode I heard about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the clock. Pizza clock. There's a pizza clock episode, Mom. What's that about? That sounds appropriate. <laughs> Mama, like what's pizza? inappropriate about a pizza clock? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, I just want to give a shout out to Cabot McMullen, our production designer, Carrie Bennett, our costume designer, and John Inwood, our cinematographer. Amazing um, job. Because all those um, departments, including hair and makeup, just mm. did an extraordinary job with this. Um, Everybody, all of these costumes you see, uh, many of them Carrie made, these incredible sets um, Cabot built, or the big wide shots like in the town square that opens the sequence, that was on the Universal backlot. And it wasn't even actually like, you know, an old, you know, ye old town thing. It was a section of Universal that, that was not dressed like that. So all of Cabot, that Cabot and his team wow. did all of that to make it look like that. Um, so just a lot of money and time and love and creativity was put into this episode. Kudos to you, Zach, man. You found some really good shots out of all of this stuff Thank that you. they built, too. You found some really beautiful shots. The shots with Sam and Neil were amazing walking yeah. off into when the When they were walking away and the whole camera's shaking. Yeah, amazing, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I put a lot of love into this, and, and I really haven't seen it in so long. So it was, I was so happy that it held up. And... and um, I remember at the time thinking, uh, oh, I hope these effects are, are good enough. You know, the, the sort of NBC budget level effects were, were good enough. And I, I think they look pretty good this many years later. They looked amazing. And how, remind me how you guys shot Turk and the, the Turla. How did you guys shoot that again? We had to do a green screen. There was like a dude that looked like Finesse Mitchell. I forget his name, but he looked just like Finesse. He was the I body. Was. Yeah, he was the body. I thought it was Finesse. And I ran up on Finesse. I was like, yo, is that you? Like, no. <laughs> anyway, so, um, and then I did a green screen and Judy did a green screen. Just their heads uh, or neck yeah, down. Yeah, but I don't, know, I don't know if we ever shot any of the stuff together either. No. And a lot of it was shot in the hospital where it was like, it, we didn't just shoot it in one day also. It was like a couple of days too for different yeah. things. Well, their heads right. were, everything with them and their heads was on uh, green screen. And, um, and the, the body, person being the body, Probably had a green screen mask on. I think I worked two days. You guys were I, that was my that was that was what I was upset about because you guys got to be on set mm. and live in this world and stuff like that. And Judy and I were in the hospital where we always worked. <laughs> yeah. And all they did was hung a green screen behind us and painted our faces. That yeah. I remember that being my me being upset about that. Yeah, I I, I get it because this was such a fun adventure. How about Neil as the giant? That's a lot of freaking makeup. 
I wonder great. if he liked, I wonder if he liked that. I wonder if he likes sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's just for one episode, I'm sure it's fine. If you're on one of those Star Trek shows and you got to do that every week, I'm sure it's tough. I'm not going to say no names, but I had a conversation with somebody who did an episode of a sci-fi show where he had to just one episode and he had to wear the prosthetics similar to what Neil did. And he said he would never do the show again. And I was like, but it's so awesome. It's such a great show. He was like, nope, not if I got to wear that. What about, think of like Eddie Murphy in, in the clumps when he's oh, playing right. everybody. I mean, I can't fathom how long that must take. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially, yeah, no, I don't. Or I don't. Jim Carrey in, in all the times mm. he's done stuff like that. Like, that is so much time in the chair. But wouldn't you want to find out at least, at least one time, though? Wouldn't you want to try it at least one no, time I would and, be, and decide you, for yourself? Are you kidding me? If, if I was of the level that someone would make a, a clump style movie with me, playing six parts, it would be a dream. I mean, you, you, you'd suffer for your art to, to do it, but it, I'm just saying it's, think how, I don't know uh, what zone Eddie must go into, but doing that every single morning for mm. months and months and months, you gotta, I mean, and obviously- Like one scene has to take more than a week to do, like a scene. Oh, dude, those clump scenes where he's playing everyone, that probably took a yeah. month. Right? <sighs> Amazing. Um, but anyway, so Neil looks great as the giant. Aloma goes, why is this town so dirty? He goes, well, irritable townswoman of color. <laughs> <laughs> um, she accuses him of eating babies, and he says, I don't eat babies. I eat toddlers. <laughs> and then Doug comes up. He goes, and because babies are quick on the lips, lifetime on the hips. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then Doug, who is the sort of dead body collector... Who I did not recognize. I was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. It's like the bring out your dead, uh, bring out your dead thing. Monty Python. Yeah, Monty Python, bring out your dead. He comes up and he's like, I thought you said she'd be dead already. And the janitor says, come back later. Do you have any babies? Uh, 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 Toddlers? Uh, Toddlers. (laughs) 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 That was cute. And then we meet the village idiot. No, it was, it was, I don't know, cute's the wrong word. It was funny. Um, then we meet the village idiot who uh, is played by JD slash Zach Braff. And um, he is so enamored with the gorgeous princess. And he brings her a fish that he saved from drowning. And the fish is obviously dead. And he said, he's tired now, but earlier he was dancing all around. And then I make like a fish that's bouncing on land because I'm an idiot. Get it? That's a real. That's probably the most idiotic thing JD's and then we fight. ever fantasized in his life. Yes. <laughs> but it's not him fantasizing it. Yeah. This is all a story through yes. Dr. Cox's eyes. That's right, Donald. We must remember that this is all told through Cox's eyes. That's why it's safe to say he finds Elliot beautiful and not that bothersome, really. Uh, he thinks JD is the biggest idiot in the world. He thinks that Turk and Carla have become a know-it-all... Uh, monolith what else does he think he thinks that uh the janitor is some giant freak yeah and uh he had like 18 abs on his armor when cox comes in oh yeah and of course he thinks that (laughs) that he thinks that he is the most amazing handsome savior knight yes (laughs) who arrives on a beautiful horse so, um, so Sarah, um, uh, Elliot and I, uh, the idiot, are discussing who's, it's who tried to kiss who. Remember, this is a pickup from end of season six when we almost kissed. 
It was your royal tongue that tried to store my mouth castle. <laughs> my mouth castle. My mouth castle. <laughs> That's funny. I believe it was your royal tongue that tried oh to storm God. my mouth castle. <laughs> so funny. And then she's yelling at me and she's she says something about um her bosoms moving up and down. There's a lot of bosom talk in this episode, man. A lot of like some you heaving. Know, well, bosoms ever, are a part of a good fairy tale, right? A, a hefty bosom. A hefty bosom. Listen, all I know is Turk rubs on his wife's bosom. That was so funny. But you know what? I guess because it's his wife, it's okay. I, I don't know, man. Like, well, it's his wife. I've and also, they, they I've seen that meme that's out there right now where the women are doing what the husbands do to them when they're like bent over and. You know, standing in the mirror and stuff. Have you seen this meme? No. What, what is it? No. So I am a perpetrator of this. I have, when my wife is, you know, looking in the mirror, brushing her teeth, come behind her and fondled her, or when she's bent over, pretended to hump on her or something <laughs> like that, or stuck Classic. my finger in her butt. You know what I mean? Like, I've right. done stuff like this yeah. to her. There's a meme out of wives doing that to their husbands now and their husbands not appreciating it at all. <laughs> are they doing it for real or are they pretending? No, they're doing it for real. They're setting up the camera and the husband is freaking washing the dishes and the wife will come behind him and rub on his chest and I'm like, don't fucking do that to me. Come on. You know, like pissed off. Like it's really cute. But I, and I right. do that all the time. That's what this sounds like when Turk rubs on Carla's well, he grabs Carla's um, breast, and it's their breast. It's, 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 their, their breast. it's actually their breastplate. Turla's. Yeah. Turla's. He grabs Turla's shared breastplate. Now, yes. on her side, there's a metal breast. On his side, it's just a regular pectoral. pectoral. Yes. Um, but while he's rubbing it, he goes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> catchphrase. And he uses catchphrase. his catchphrase. <laughs> Um, it was very funny when Keith arrives on horseback was, with the chastity belt, with the key to the chastity belt. <laughs> now, if you don't mind, I'd like to get the key back to my chastity belt. And then this is going to make so many things so much easier. Yeah, and then we see the chastity belt drop to the ground um, because poor Princess has been living with that on. It was steaming. It wasn't steaming. <laughs> it may have been steaming because it was cold and it was metal. I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't it so hot when we filmed those? Is, oh that, my is my memory correct? Was it so boiling hot and we were in all those layers? I feel like it was very hot. I don't remember. I don't remember, but that's probably true. How funny is it when Travis arrives in that oh my God. wig on that Travis horse? He, he is so funny. <laughs> He's so funny in that. I laughed out loud when he comes up on that horse. It's like, um, what's that character in Shrek that uh, has that haircut? <laughs> the Prince. Farquaad. Yeah. Farquaad, yeah. yeah. He's like, Lord he's got, Farquaad. He's got that hair. By the way, I watched Puss in Boots What, what about two? Prince Charming in part two, though? What was that? Same thing, right? He was just Prince Charming. But yeah, yeah they had a similar cut. I watched Puss in Boots 2 because uh, Flo's in it and she's Goldilocks. It's really good. I don't know if you guys have all watched it, but it's so well done. We saw it in the movie theater. Um, have you seen it, Joelle? I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard lovely things. The script, I'm really excited about it, it. everything about it's amazing. I can't wait to see it. The script and the story is so clever. But I think it'll be scary to some kids, though. Were your kids scared all No, now? my kids weren't scared of it at all, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, they, you know, we, it, it's a cartoon. I can explain that. 
Jump scares are something that's new for them, though. Uh, Roblox and their jump scares are a problem because some of the games that are on Roblox. Listen, guys, I love you because you take my kid away from me sometimes when I just want to <laughs> fucking do shit. But this fucking him waking up in the middle of the night because of these jump scares or because of Aww. this stuff on this game is not all, all right with me. So, mm. you know what I mean? Like, do adults That's, play Roblox? I don't know what it is. Absolutely adults play Roblox. Oh. Anybody can play Roblox. It's an, it's one of those games where you can do anything. It's like Minecraft. Daniel, do you ever Twitch on uh, on on Roblox? Roblox ain't for me. Oh, Roblox isn't your steez. Not my, not my steez. All right. My kids but, love it. Your kids love it? See? They love it. Okay. Um, all right. So Turla, we talked about that. Um, now, we also know that Turla is having their time of the month. And Turk of Churla says, our time of the month. <laughs> Is that why I keep crying for no reason? I didn't ask for this. <laughs> so Turk is having his period. Okay, um, we're back. Uh, we realized that JD's hair is a, a, a combination of horse manure, river mud, and more horse manure. <laughs> no, but I want to go back to I want to go back to what he said to the princess when she said something about her boobs. And he oh said, yes, yes. <laughs> I want to rest my face on them and ponder what, what you said. said. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I'm breathing. And he goes, right, right, right. That's what he said. He's like, about her like, boobs going up and down. Yeah. Right. But then your boobs were going up and down. She goes, yeah, I'm breathing. And he goes, I know. Can I rest my face upon them and ponder what you've said? <laughs> Everybody loves boobs, Donald. A lot of boob jokes. Yeah, a lot of boob jokes. A lot of boob jokes. Sasha's a mule. Yes, Sasha is a, a donkey or an ass or a mule. To and Sasha! To Sasha! To Sasha. <laughs> and the makeup on Ted, who's a hunchback. That was incredible. Really oh my good gosh, job. man. Oh my God, he looked amazing. And Sam Lloyd is just so great in this episode. He's always great. And he says, my master approaches, prepare, prepare for his untamed vengeance. And there we meet Oslek, who's obviously Kelso spelled backwards. And he is the evil, what is he, a wizard? I guess so, with the power, did you ever see, um, did you ever see, what was the movie with Mark Zinger back in the day where he was the beast, the Beastmaster? Did you ever see that? No, that's not my mm -hmm. Steve's, that kind of movie. Okay, so in the Beastmaster, for those of you who did see that and do remember it, remember the guys that would freaking wrap you around you with the cloak on and then when they and then freaking it would kill you and devour you and then, then when they removed the cloak from around you you were dead you were like bones and stuff like that that's the power that kelso's wizard that's his <laughs> wizard power like he can yeah. freaking appear out of nowhere and that's his freaking power he's like got the freaking cloak of darkness and it takes you to this realm and all of that stuff that was pretty cool like there's a lot of listen as much as you want to say this is, you know, just a, a great, com great written comedy. There's a lot of uh, of uh, Dungeons and Dragons and backstory put into this. So sure. This was very I mean, the well main, of course, this the main homage, very well thought out. The main homage is, is Princess Bride, but of course, it's fairy tales in general, and I guess you say you would say Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. But kudos to the writers on this because that turns into a great joke. Like 
The question was, where does everybody go when Kin's character wraps them up and kills them? And what happens there? Like, yeah. what, what, what is this power? And when he does it to uh, JD and Sarah, it's real. You know, it's like, oh, is that how they're going to end this episode? That's, that's kind of a, you know what I mean? Because there's no end in sight. We're all- By the way, it's insane. This episode is amazing what, what he packed into this episode. It's 22 minutes long. Think how much happens in this episode. Oh, I thought so it was much. a longer episode as I was watching it, and then I checked the time, and I was surprised. I was like, "We've been a lot of places." It's so there's so much packed in yeah. to 22 minutes. I mean, Mark whoever Stegman, directed it really, Stegman. well, that's Stegman, but also whoever directed it really <laughs> brought it. Really brought it. <laughs> Who directed this episode? One of the best. Are you being facetious? I'm not being facetious. Oh, I'm really trying to die. Sarah, really are you being facetious? Do you not know who directed this episode? Of course I know. I said it's one of the best episodes we had. Oh, you're such a good, you're such a good <laughs> actress. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, that's what that's how good an actress Sarah. Sarah, who directed this episode? Zachary Israel Braff. Oh, I was hoping you'd say somebody else, but yes, you <laughs> Thank are you. correct. Thank you. Was um, it me? Thank you. So then we start doing this really cool. Then then it really starts finding a flow of uh, cutting back and forth to the hospital and the fairy tale. And um, Kelso has this thing, as we said, that if you work 12 hours, you're out, you're fired. Doug gets caught working more than 12 hours. So he's just left a body bag in the elevator and the door is closing on it. And uh, and 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 Kelso makes. Uh, Ted grab it and Ted cracks his back and now he's cleverly stuck in the position of the hunchback that he plays in the fantasy. And now Turla goes into the potion shop where we meet Fairy Todd something. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> that outfit is so. Now that is he hanging? Is, did they put him on a yeah, harness and hung yeah, and hang yeah. him? Was, is he sitting on something? No, no, he's on a green screen uh, in a full uh, harness, like like people who fly in movies. They didn't shrink him and make him fly. No, we don't have that technology yet, uh, Sarah. Um, no, so we were truly hanging him by the you know like the he had. Uh, what they do is they put an under vest on and they click in uh, hanging uh, cables to your shoulders. So that's how he, uh, or maybe his waist. Um, that's why, that's how he's, and then we, um, you know, put him on a green screen and put him into the scene. And that's how you make a very so is, is he a sprite? Is that what he is? Well, the other kids later are, what do they call them? Well, they're wood nymphs. So I guess he's a sprite. Is that what that is? What's sure. Tinkerbell? He's whatever Tinkerbell well, is. Well, Tinkerbell's a fairy. I don't yeah. know if he was a... He calls himself a fairy Todd something. Right. But he's more like a sprite. His power are more sprightly than, like, he's more mischievous than fairy-esque. You know what I mean? Like, at I least that's how I look at it. if we look at Shakespeare. You know, Puck is a sprite, but he serves the king of the fairies, so. Yeah, I think he's but, he's, but Puck is full-sized. I thought fairies were tiny. I don't know. It's up for interpretation. Um, so Turk lent, lent the idiot uh, JD the wand, and he uses it and gives himself a tail. <laughs> why would Turk is a fucking idiot, dude? Well, Turk, Turk is like, you know what? Turk's yes. listen. You just could be, play with it just for a little bit, but don't do nothing stupid. Just because he's Turla, <laughs> just because he's Turla, doesn't mean that he doesn't uh, love the idiot JD. But. Carla's there was there when it happened. Well, you know How he slipped it. You know he right. slipped into a minor back. 
He's like, here, I gotta go in the potion shop while, while, while Carla's not looking. Hold my wand. <laughs> um, by the way, I was on, um, I did Conan O'Brien's podcast. Um, oh. Audience, check that out. I think it comes oh, out. It comes out the week that my film comes out, which is the 24th, I think, uh, of March. I think it comes out on uh, the 20th or so. But Conan, my, my point is, was so lovely about uh, um, the show, our Scrubs and loving it, but also specifically Donald about our, our friendship. And he really was very earnest. He wasn't doing any sort of bit or anything. He was just, I just, he was like, I'm just so, in, he goes, I love those commercials or the T-Mobile commercials. And he was like, I gotta be honest, I'm not being like, this is gonna sound cheesy, but that Love Actually spoof, I, 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 every time it came on, I, I found it kind of moving. I thought it was like so sweet. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, he, he gave us lots of love. Um, I do love Conan. It was, it was Sarah, no offense. It was specifically really about me and Donald and our, and our <laughs> bromance. It's it's I I was completely um, uh, aware of that. It's fine. Not none taken. None taken. None taken. Conan. Well, I'm sure that Conan loves you, but he, in this instance, he was specifically talking about mm. me. And well, I agree with Conan on this one. You should see his podcast setup. Oh my goodness, Daniel, he shames you. Daniel, well, Dan, if Daniel, shames you. all all Daniel would need would, he would shames be, you, Daniel. All if Dan I had if I had the freaking he shames you button, that's what it would be. Daniel. No, no, he first of all. He, 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 he didn't change. He I don't think it's just Daniel's fault. How's it Daniel's fault? He no, it's about budget. Uh, I think Cohen must have the biggest budget in podcast world because it was like going into the Howard Stern show. I mean. Bigger than Dax? No, Dax is. When I did Dax, it was just a, two chairs above his uh, garage. I don't know if it's changed. But this was like a full, real studio with robotic cameras and like a staff of like a talk show sized staff. Really? It, was, it was the real real. Did you have to do a pre-interview? No, but it was just like budget. Hashtag budget. Yeah. Ugh, the dream. But I feel like, I mean, don't you guys prefer just being do like just doing it from your yeah, houses? Yeah, I, I don't want to change a thing. I do wish, I, I do wish it's impossible, but I see people that have shot their podcast so well. And I wish that we had always done that because we could put it on YouTube eventually. But we never really got around to that. I like what we have. My dad's favorite question, the best time to plant an apple orchard was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. We have those cameras. To shoot it. Well, we have, well, Donald doesn't use his. Donald, Donald uses his for animation. We, we doesn't change the fact that we have it. <laughs> you, you and Joel aren't doing, Joel, you're not on your fancy camera. No, I could plug it in. It's set up. Well, maybe we'll do it for season Listen, eight and nine. You guys, guys should, because you're going to do this podcast forever and ever and ever of all days. <laughs> no, we're going to do it live, guys. We're doing it live. That's what Sarah thinks that we do it live. Then we take ad breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Joel's always counting down. The ad's over three. Guys, ad's over in three, two, and your life. No, but we are going on tour, guys. This is a this is a fact. We are actually going on tour. When are you going on tour? You'll have to come with us. We're figuring it out. We're gonna do one in Vancouver. You must do one in Vancouver. I'm not gonna leave this conversation until you say you're gonna do one in Vancouver. But then I'll if we do it in Vancouver, you have to be involved if we do it in Vancouver. Then if that's the case. Sarah only does things in Vancouver. Her show was in Vancouver. <laughs> she won't leave. She won't you leave. Guys, she loves it there. You guys' yeah. next dinner date will be in Vancouver. Yeah. I, I know that I will not. Go nowhere? I will know. I know that I will not see Sarah unless she happens to be in Vancouver when I'm there. That's not true. I've started to come to L.A. sometimes. Yeah, but you only hang out with Casey. You don't hang out with us. Yeah, you don't well, hang no, out with us. Well, no, you hung out with me one time. 
But you hung out with Casey. You hang out with Casey more than you hang out with me. Yeah, feelings were hurt. Feelings were hurt. Damn. Um, You can also find me on Whistler. Yeah, go to Whistler if you want to visit Sarah. But yes, do live, do live, and and do one in Vancouver. When are you going to do your live tour? We don't know yet. TBD. 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 But we're working on it right now. I could put. I could say that is for sure. Aren't we? It's on Donald's whiteboard. For real. It's on Donald's whiteboard. It's not on a whiteboard. This is something that's actually in motion right now, bro. Well, you can put it on the whiteboard still. So you can film that. We will film that. I'm just saying, like, I watch on, you know, I'm sure if you guys get these clips on Instagram in your feed that are like podcast, you know, clips where someone said something really cool and you're like, wow, that's a cool quote or something. And it was just on a podcast that happens to be beautifully shot because it's also going on YouTube. And like, that's the new trend. And there I was in Conan's like very fancy studio with robotic cameras. And I'm like, I wish ours looked like this. But also, we don't have but nine you guys million do dollars. Have it. He spent a you crap have, you have ton Chico of money artists. on that bad boy. We do have Chico artists. <laughs> hey, by the way, we haven't given her a shout out for how yeah. good her video. No doubt. Oh snap, Sarah! Now we got Sarah on here yeah, too. Yeah, Chico artists. Yeah. Now you got oh, Sarah. Oh shit, Chico Uh-oh. artists. Do me, do me, do me, do me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, Sarah. Calm down. Calm I want. Down. To, I want to be part of Chico artists' art. I know, but you just demanded that she do you. I mean, give the woman some. I meant as part room. of her YouTube art. Oh, okay. I have to say about Chico artists. You know what's amazing? You might not have noticed this. And if you don't know, what we're talking about there's a, a, a young woman on Instagram named Chico Artist, that's her handle, and she does lip sync videos to the podcast. Do you notice that each character, you guys, mm-hmm. she's doing is a single take. She's yes. not cutting. One take. Mm-hmm. There's no she's edits. No cuts. How is she that not takes cutting? a lot of practice. That's what I was watching the whole time. I was like, she's not cutting. I know. And the it's skill. perfect. Yeah. That's right. It's skill. A lot of work. Well, Chico Artist, we want to thank you for, um, for, for putting in all the hard work. As always, we like to challenge you, so. Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang forever. Sarah, do you want to make Chico Artist say anything? Go ahead, say it. Mm-hmm. I want to do. I'm going to do. I'm doing a chair dance, Chico Artist. So I'd like this to see is, your interpretation this is, this is, of what is happening. What do you think I'm doing right now? Everybody, everybody's like, "Yo, listen! Why don't you say something? Why don't you right. say something for and Chico panic. Artist they to panic, do?" Like and Daniel everybody did. panics and mm-hmm. starts dancing <laughs> or freaking. <laughs> Moving their body or something like that. Well, Chico artist, just so just so Chico artist is able to do this. Sarah is acting like a mime who's stuck in a small box. It looks like a, a very small box that her upper body is trapped in. Uh, Chico well, artist. she was she was acting like that. She's not me. And there was some hips. There was yeah. some hip movement. Chico artist, peut-être on va parler français un petit peu. Uh, wow, there we go. What? Give her some German too, Sarah. Of Deutsch, okay. Chico artist, ich liebe dich. Give her more than that, Sarah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go, Chico Artist. Yeah, Daniel, do you want to come through this time? Daniel, right, Daniel, do you want to say the same thing? Uh, yeah, I, 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 you know what? The last time my dad told me to speak any German, he said, go up to this person and say, Sprechen Sie Deutsch. And I was like, okay, I got this. I went up to that person, tapped him on the shoulder. I went, Spooky Maluki. And they were like, <laughs> what? I was eight years old. Last time I tried to speak German. You honor me, Daniel. <laughs> We weren't asking. We weren't asking you to speak German, Daniel. We were asking you if you wanted to redeem yourself. Uh, yeah, and you didn't. And he you just didn't. did. Right, well, he oh well. just did. Spooky Maluki. <laughs> that was a little bit infamy forever. Joel, Joel, how come you always jump to Daniel's defense so quickly? One because I love him. Two because Spooky Maluki <laughs> is genuinely great. This is too much for Chico artist to do. So we'll end Chico artist. Uh, end the segment like this, Chico artist. 
<laughs> Imagine she pulls out the bong and starts smoking. Well, weed. Chico artist, you could pull out a fake bong if you want. Uh, we don't want to force a real bong into your hands. Because <laughs> <laughs> you see her fake well, sound she... machine, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, that was, that was beautiful. Great. It was like a Cassie, right. like one of those kids' machines. It was amazing. All right, we're going to go another break. Sarah, this is going to be a break. You can do whatever you want during oh, this break. Oh, thank God. I have okay. so much to say. We'll be right back. Oh. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on credit worthiness. Rates as of February 1, 2024. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. And we're back. Sarah told a very long story. Sarah told a crazy story. <laughs> I know, and I actually did did chase down the garbage truck this morning because the compost, it's compost. And when it's compost, you can't leave it for an extra week. So I was chasing. I, that was real. Oh, no. I have a question. When we're supposed to do that in L.A. To, now. Yeah, when yeah. it comes to compost, uh, how long is it yeah. supposed to take before it turns into compost, one? And then two... Like, what do you do with all of this shit, like, and stuff? 
Well, we have weekly pickups, so you're not actually waiting for it to turn into compost. Yeah. I just heard the truck going by, have. and I went racing right. down the driveway. Daniel's going to have the best answer for this, I bet. But in L.A. now, we're supposed to do this, and it means putting, like, food scraps in your green bin? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Correct. If you contact L.A. Sanitation, you can go pick up a free pail from them, uh, and they'll give it to you, and you just, you know, take the your food, you know, your food waste, put it in the pail, and then put it in your green bin. That's what we're supposed to do now. But isn't your food bin going to, isn't the little pail going to smell unless you right. empty it every day? Right. An excellent point, Zach. They recommend that you put a plastic bag in there, but you don't throw out the plastic bag into the green bin. If you have biodegradable plastic bags, that's different. But otherwise, yeah, yeah. you could put a paper bag in there. Yes, call on Sarah. I call on she's raising her hand, everybody. Yes, Sarah. <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to understand this. So up until now, all of your food scraps just went into the garbage? Yes. Yeah. Or into the garbage disposal, however you choose to do it. I think that's most of the country, right? Yeah. Yeah, LA's trying yeah. LA's trying to be progressive yeah. and say so now. We're yeah. we're the more progressive wow. state in 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 uh Is it just LA or California, Daniel? I believe California. I think it's oh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I just California. got a notification for LA County, so that's all I know. And some people have been composting on their own for years. But all of California's trying to be green by thirty twenty thirty. 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 By thirty thirty. No, by 2030. <laughs> We're trying to go green by 3035. Mm -hmm. No, you knew what I meant. You I didn't know I what you that, meant. You I didn't know what you meant. You said you 30. No, by 30, <laughs> I was trying to do it like that. 2030, 2035, something like that. You can uh, hate me now, but I won't stop uh, now. Uh. You can hate me now. Okay, but let's continue. I won't stop uh, now. Okay, so uh, Fairy Todd, something. Um, Turk loaned the idiot the wand. Um, oh, uh, uh, Fairy Todd says, you know, I have a big wand if you want to hold it. <laughs> and then he says, banana hammock fairy five. And then we cut back to reality and he says, I love slapping people five. <laughs> and so Elliot says, we have to page him in the, in the hospital world. And then when well, we cut. Before we, before we go further, Carla uses the high five as a form of leverage to skip ahead of the Todd who's waiting at the lab for a sample. But Carla wants to say her sample first yeah. so that she can help Elliot. Right. So she, you know, so threatens, she, ransoms threatens, the, she ransoms the five away from the Todd and he lets her go forward. And Todd says something like, still can high fives? Something like that. It was cute. Still allowed to high five? Yeah. And then he oh, says, right. I love yeah, to yeah. high five. Because so, I love to high five. I just love high-fiving people. Yeah. Um, so Elliot has to page him, then that's clever. We cut to the fairy tale world, and she sends a dove, which is the equivalent of paging someone back in the day. And then comes in the most brave, handsome, sexy, badass knight, Dr. Cox. And um, he goes in to try and fight the monster. And gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, the monster beats his ass. That was a great uh, cowboy switch when the monster... Uh, there's a shot where the monster hurls him out of the hut, and it's 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 really well done because it's Johnny C's stunt double taking the giant um, stunt uh, toss, and then Johnny C pops up in the foreground without a cut. It was really cool. Did you guys notice that? Yes. Love a cowboy oh. switch. Yeah, it was a pretty dope cowboy switch. We do it pretty well on Scrubs, man. You love a cowboy switch, Zach. Backwards cowboy switch? Well, I learned it on... Um, Zach definitely well, loves a reverse Sarah cowboy switch. Sarah tried to just make switch. a sex uh, joke there. Uh, it's reverse cow, reverse cowgirl switch. I, 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 I don't even know what to say, but I, it's a clever sex joke, Sarah. 
For those of you who haven't listened to the episodes where we talk about a cowboy switch, it's when you don't cut, the stuntman or woman does something really crazy, and then the actor who's playing the actor is somehow swapped out without cutting. They pop up in the foreground or something. That's a cowboy switch. But what's a reverse cowgirl switch, Zach? That's what I want to I didn't know the lingo. I tried. I don't know what it's called. (laughs) Sorry, you know what a reverse cowgirl is. Come on. (laughs) Don't act like you're an innocent Vancouver woman. Back to the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, this is the best line of the best. best No, 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 Daniel, Daniel, don't play it, Sarah. Guests don't have that power. Daniel, no. (laughs) She's trying to be like Bill now and change the subject. Isn't this Uh, my podcast? No, it's not your podcast. (laughs) Best line of the whole show. Joel says it's my podcast. But best line of the whole show. Are you out of your mind, woman? We only got one ball. Donald, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you out of your mind, woman? We only got one ball. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's funny because Turk only, Turk has, one only ball, has one ball. But Turla probably would only, only have one ball. One ball. <laughs> that's one ball. <laughs> that's a really interesting, that's a really interesting set of genitalia right there. Like I would I personally would yes. be interested in seeing Turla's genitalia. Yeah, because it would be half ball and shaft. Hopefully and half- there's enough shaft to use half vulva. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the genitalia is split down the middle. Right. Um, and we know that Turla is a very sexual being. Yes. How does it um, hook up with itself? We'll just leave the audience to we'll daydream, let, we'll daydream audience, on that. We'll let yeah. the audience, a, audience, you can daydream on that. That's on y'all now. That's on y'all. That's Whatever on y'all. you're thinking, that's on y'all that's brain. On y'all. That's, that's on y'all's y'all. brain. Yeah. It's another y'all. ass bill. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking, that's on y'all's so brain. Y'all. We didn't y'all. say that. We didn't say it. That's on y'all. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk. We got we to gotta wrap it up soon. because we No. It's not every day that okay, we have Okay, one of the Sarah funniest things was Neil getting his shoelace tied. And he's like, my uncle's family was killed by an untied shoelace. A madman hacked him to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've gone a long time, but that's okay. This is an epic episode, and we have the Sarah Chalk. Um, so then uh, Jordan is the scary old lady in the bushes, and then we reveal <laughs> that it's her with a face mask on. I thought that was really cute. Um, she sang Perry. Let him go to bed. And, um, and then we go to the commercial. That's the whole first act of, of the show. Holy shit, we're only at the first act. I know. And I just saw that the... Um, Wait, Donald Donald had such a great line um, that we can't skip over. He says, baby, maybe you could lull the monster to sleep with one of your boring <laughs> stories about your damn family. That's when she punches him in the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and I'm seeing this cowboy switch I'm talking about came comes after the, the uh, commercial break. It's in act, it's opens act two of the show. Um, and that's where are you at your mind? Wait, we, we take got a one break ball. now? No, no, there's no break. Sarah. No, there's no break. We're just going to keep going. And then we learn that we need the golden ring. So, um, and, he, and, and then we hear, uh, remember what you heard when you weren't even listening. Okay, so that becomes sort of the theme. We need to remember, that's what we get told by the night. Uh, it's really interesting. We're learning this year how uh, important Sarah's patient, I'm uh, sorry, how important Elliot's patients are to her. But in the last episode, we learned that Elliot was you guys went on that quest to find out if she 
if the patient was still alive or if the patient got sick uh, because... Yeah, because of the diabetes um, drug and Plomox, right? Right, but what what was her reasoning for it? Like, is it because in this one she's doing it because she really wants to save this... She wants to figure out what's wrong with this young girl and why her kidneys are failing. Yeah, and that one, one and that one, it was a, it was to, um, she was concerned that the drug Plomox had hurt uh, one of her patients or killed him with diabetes. But again, keep in mind these weren't supposed to be next to each other. But they, uh, I'm trying to figure out there could be a connection in both of them because the storyline is still very similar. Where Elliot and is, Elliot likes to go on quests with JD. I mean, well, there you not go. just that, but not only quests with JD, but quests for her patients. Yes, to try, you know, for it's they're all noble quests. Yes, so Elliot doesn't things. give up on a patient. That's for darn sure. She she she'll do anything to figure things out. Along the road, we run into uh, uh, Elliot and JD are, are riding the um, donkey, and they run into Ted and the janitor and. Uh, and Ted says something that made me laugh. He says, I tell most people I'm under an evil spell, but really it's a self-esteem thing. <laughs> Self-confidence thing. Funny. And then uh, we get captured, and uh, Elliot and, and JD, and we get sent to the dungeon where we see Doug's head on a stick. Yes. And, um, and we try and kiss, which was funny, with, with, our, with, our, with our, she admits, twas I that tried to kiss you. They were too far apart to kiss. They were like trying to reach. We're all chained up to the wall, trying to reach a little more tongue. Yeah. We can't reach. <laughs> and then. Doug's head is on a stick. I said that, right? But then we're in the office with Kelso. And Kelso is explaining why he, you have to go home. And you're like, I'm private practice. Elliot's like, I'm private practice. And JD's like, and I have, I have no patient interaction when I'm right. with rolling with her, so you're not gonna, you can't get sued for this. Cause it starts off with him saying, I'm gonna, sus you guys are both right. suspended or something like that, right? Yeah. And, and then he's he, not he, wearing he, pants. Yeah, he says, I can do whatever I want. And to show this off, he stands up and he's wearing boxers behind his desk. He would have been fired right then and there. <laughs> nowadays, nowadays, guess what? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's a wrap. <laughs> um, so then uh, we encounter the wood nymphs, and the wood nymphs, uh, who are the interns, provide us with a golden ring. And then in the real life... Uh, uh, well, you guys remember what you heard. And yes, that was which, from the two... What J.D. Interns. heard, Wilson's, Wilson's, disease. Wilson's disease, which which cleverly, these genius writers, is a little golden ring around the iris. That's the, That's how you find it. So, and how about that set transition back into the ICU? Oh my God, Come Come on. that was so cool. Board, like that Alice was in cool, huh? I've forgotten that, that was so cool. I think Who at the time, uh, I think it was um, Zach Braff. Zach um, Braff, not really a horse rider, are you, bud? No, I mean, not, I'm certainly not an expert enough to look good. Did you ever put it on your resume when you were younger? Probably. I uh, put everything on there. Hockey, everything. Rowing, rowing. Because yeah. the ideology was like, the ideology was like, just when you get the job, you'll figure that shit out. You'll learn. Right. You'll figure it out. The problem is, is, the problem is now that you're a director and you hire someone that says like, like, yeah, I can play soccer. And then you go to film it and you see how badly they are at soccer. You're like, oh, I can't believe that anymore. Right. Nice. No, and also as a kid, I feel like when you put that shit on there and you were like hockey, like you would just you'd actually would figure it out. Now that we're in our forties, you can't just figure that shit out. I'm trying, trying to learn how to play hockey. It's you ain't easy. putting no I play hockey on my resume shit. 
But Sarah, Sarah, says, Sarah, says, Sarah says she's learning to play now in her 40s. Oh, good for you. You know, But you know how to skate. Nope. Did not grow up skating. Only Canadian did not. That's right. Learning Your sister now. could Everybody else could skate. You couldn't. I, I've never. It's, it's so hard. It's so hard and such a hard surface. But Sarah, you can dance. Um, oh, it. okay. We're getting another get dance, it. everybody. It. Oh, it's Pop a bit it. of a twerk Pop now, everyone. We didn't get to Let's see it, but it go. was a twerk. And I, get it. Go. Get I think, it. I think Aviator Nation should send you some, uh, some, some sweatpants for twerking in their sweatpants like that. Oh, I think, I think they should. I think <laughs> they should. Um, all right. Um, oh, yes. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we were on the horse, you said something really funny, Zach. Um, go ahead. Missing one of my favorite lines. You missing what you could have had when you tried to kiss me earlier. Good morrow. Good morrow. Good morrow. Instead of instead of hello. 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 <laughs> Good morrow. That made um, me laugh. And then it wraps up um, as the night goes through town and the camera cranes through the village. And I, those of you who like mistakes, uh, I didn't see this. Obviously, I would have fixed it probably, or if I could have. But when Sarah and I are up on that bridge around twenty one twenty, you can clearly see that. She's on standing on plywood, and I'm standing on black boxes. Um, <laughs> as a director, that really annoyed me that that wasn't taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like mistakes, there's one for you. But overall, great episode, everybody. And Sarah, it's so fun to have you here. Big shout out to Cox and Jordan at the end with the cute little scene by the door. Oh. Yeah. It turns tragic, yes. and it really makes you feel it, you know what I mean, where Jordan's listening the whole time, and she's like, so what happened? Did the girl get the new kidney? Did the girl, did, did she live? What happened? What's the end of the story? Is that how it ends? And he's like, well, that's how I'm telling it. Oh, everything yeah, that was He's great. like, everything turned out fine. She's like, it really did it? And he's like, well, that's how I'm telling it. That's great. Because that it, really... it gives you the, In it gives you. Scrubs it, gut punch fashion. Yeah, you know what really happened. Yeah. They were too late. Yeah. So well done. So well done by everybody involved, and um, and I'm just so I'm I'm proud of it. If you if you're if you're someone who uh, revisits Scrubs episodes, check this one out because I think it's it's definitely I think one of uh, my favorite ones, and uh, it's particularly special. It's a great episode, Zach. Um, thank you. Do you do good. You do really. I'm not gonna lie, man. You do do very good episodes and uh, movies. Thank you. I'm very excited for everybody out there. Shameless plug to see a good person. Please shameless plug. Uh, I can't wait to yeah. see it. Donald, have you seen it? Have you already gotten to see it? I've, I've already seen, seen it already. Yeah. I've seen it already. I please, can't wait um, to see it. Thank you, Sarah. And um, please, um, I'm going to be doing a screening in, in Seattle. Maybe you'd be. Maybe you'd Ooh. come to that. That's close enough to you. Um, but everybody, please, uh, yeah. if you haven't yet, check out the trailer for A Good Person. It's on YouTube uh, under A Good Person Trailer. And uh, we got some more content that'll be rolling out very soon, um, and it comes out March twenty fourth at a theater near you. All right, I love you guys, Sarah. We love you. You guys, good. I love spent, you. That was so listen, fun. Thanks this for is how me. I know. This is how I know we have something special. We were up on this motherfucker for an hour and thirty three minutes. Well, 30. we could do we could do two hours with Sarah. It Char. felt like ten minutes. It I had a chat. Like I had a chat GPT scene for us to do, but we'll do it next time when Sarah. You don't want to do it now. We're getting real long. I mean, an hour and a half, I, I feel like it's a bit long. They love it when we go long. They, they do love it. I'm just saying. All right, do you want to quickly do a chat GBT scene? Yeah! All right, Sarah, <laughs> um, do you know what this is, Sarah? I don't. Fill me in. All right, so I'm going to text you. Get your phone out. Um, 
We had AI, uh, there's a thing called ChatGPT that will write scenes, and I had it write a scene. I'll give you the prompt that I gave it, and it wrote a scrub scene. I'm going to text it to you right now. Okay. I'll read the stage directions. Uh, all right, everyone. So, um, sorry. I'm, we're going to stay and do one quick ChatGPT scene for, for you. Uh, I will read the stage directions. Sarah, you will read the part of Elliot. The only instruction I gave ChatGPT was to write a scrub scene where Elliot confesses to Turk that she's truly in love with Turk. Okay, on the stage directions. Scene opens in the hospital hallway with Elliot and Turk walking together. Turk, um, I have something to tell you. What is it, Elliot? No, oh, you just written the ChatGPT chose the term L's. What is L's. it, L's? I've never called L's, but we're going to yeah, take it. But ChatGPT is shaking it up. Let's start again. Start okay? from the top. Okay, from okay. the top. But, but leave that in, Dale. The scene opens in the hospital with Elliot and Turk walking together. Turk, I have something to tell you. What is it, L's? Well, um, I've been doing a lot of thinking lately, and I've realized that I'm more in love with you than JD. <gasps> what? <laughs> How can that be? I thought you two were meant to be. And then the stage direction is Elliot blushes. Which I will now do on my own. There we are, blushing. I know, but there's just something about your big, <clears throat> strong, muscular build that makes my heart skip a beat. <laughs> well, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I'm serious, Turk. I love your strength, your confidence, and the way you always know what to do. <laughs> You're just the kind of man I want by my side. Well, in that case, I'm glad to know I'm your top pick. <laughs> You're more than just a pick, Turk. You're my heart and soul. I love you too, else. The scene closes with the two of them walking off, smiling and holding hands. What the there fuck, you go. Dude? Wow. Chat GBT. Yo, Zach, what? why are you freaking putting porn into the freaking That's chat? That's not porn. <laughs> it won't do porn. I trust me. I've tried. I've tried is, to do porn. It, it censors any porn. Freaking that's like some freaking JD fantasy shit. Like, no, listen. I tried to make it more pornographic, and it won't do it. It censors you. So all it'll do is hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> what were your other tries? Anytime I'm like you know trying to get, was. anytime you know I try, was? anytime you try to do any, I want to see one where Turk and Jay, I mean, where, where oh, Turk. my very first thing I typed into it was write a scene with Turk and GD banging. And it was like, it was like, <laughs> nah, I ain't I'm not, I ain't having that. It's not doing that. <laughs> it was I like, it that. was like error 404. Error 404. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know, like <laughs> Hal in, in the 2001, like, like, what are you doing, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I can't let you do that, Zach. What are you doing, Zach? <laughs> All right, that's it. We love you. Count us out, Sarah, in German. Fünf, sechs, sieben, About a show we made About a bunch of docs and nurses And a janitor who loved me I said, here's a story this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. 
BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. 